There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online, like from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes, no joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Good morning and welcome to our 7 o'clock hour right here on my talk. Everything entertainment. Everything. Do you think you are addicted to chaos? Yeah, I probably am. Probably. <laughs> and? Probably am. Yeah, and what's your... What's, uh, I like that. What's your point? Yeah. <laughs> what's your point? 
Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Ooh, this little girl can talk. She, she she will not shut up. I don't know who you're talking about, Oprah. <laughs> the Dawn? You talking about Dawn there? Oh, no. no. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we'll let Oprah tell you what's coming up on our 7 o'clock Oprah, or our 7 o'clock hour. Oprah, what's coming up? Sex, sluts, and ecstasy. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's going to be a fun 7 o'clock hour then, yeah. Well, the pandemic has struck a sexual revolution. I'm sorry, what? anyone on OnlyFans. Do you know that Sonia Morgan is the number four popular person on OnlyFans? Sonia Real Morgan Housewives? of New York? Of New York, Yes. What? What's she she's more doing of a on tease. There? She shows her boobs and stuff, but she she's yeah. She shows some nudity, but it's not. I mean, that site can go real xxxxx, or oh, yeah. it could be you know they're knitting. You know, I mean, it, there's quite a range of people you can find on OnlyFans. Uh-huh. But I was reading about how a lot of people, women, men, are making loads of money doing cams and stuff from their home. People paying a monthly subscription. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because that's what it is, my talkers. If you don't know, it's like if Alexa started it, um, it would be content that you pay for. And it's videos that Alexis would do, probably crafting videos, maybe in the nude. I don't know. Um, uh, Just a poncho would be cool. My wool you keeps know? me warm. That's right. So that's yeah, right. That's when they have crocheted. Yeah, so that's what it is. That's what if you if you're not hip like the hip kids, yeah. that's what when you hear people refer to OnlyFans, that's what it is. It's a site, yeah. and so. it's mostly nudes. It's mostly like homemade porn. Yeah, is really what you'll find there. But Sonia, fifty-seven years old, she's saying, "Look, I this is great. Yes, the Real Housewives franchise is my lifeline, but she's making loads of money over at OnlyFans." Really? Yeah. She says on the show, I've, no, I've been known as Sexy Sonia or Sexy J. And uh, she's always been known to date younger men, she said, to go naked in the pool. She's like, well, why not video this and sell it? Oh I, I, you know, I'm not Polly Prude. I am not. Yeah, no. um, but, wow, I, I'm going to sound like, get off my lawn. But <laughs> I do wonder, like, what does her daughter think of it? Because I don't look. Because you know yes. me, I, I like people redefining ages. I obviously, I have yes. always, I, I, I like younger. I, my husband's younger. Um, but I, I, I do wonder what her young adult daughter thinks of her mom on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, flashing her boobies. Flashing her boobies. Yeah. You know? Well, and this, it also leaves a, um, gosh, what would you call this? Like a sexual, explicit footprint mm-hmm. that it will always be searchable. Always be there. Yes. You yeah. have to keep in mind that that is something that that's what you are selling and you're giving up. Yeah. And is the, that worth it? The free porn sites are basically taking only fan stuff that are subscription paid yep. for yep. and then they are putting it on their sites for free. Yeah. And these yep. stars and Dawn's all right. of these only fans oh, people constantly have to monitor because they will title them different things. They won't say, you know, they'll, you just yeah. don't even know how to even search for it sometimes. But yeah, it's like a constant thing. Uh, somebody from 90 Day Fiance, Larissa, she's on OnlyFans and makes a ton of money. But she said that she has people that she's hired that all they do is just try to get her material off the free sites. Oh, wow. and you have to, you know, ask whatever 
porn site to take it down. And it's just like there's so many people trying to control this kind of stuff out there. It's the wild, wild west. Yeah. I mean, it's like herding cats. I don't know. Probably not the best <laughs> analogy, but I just. It depends. I mean, if you have a bag of like fancy feast Flex. treats, maybe you can hurt them pretty well. Like just That's open the can. package and they'll come uh-huh. over. But sure is. Well, yeah, you, catnip. Speaking of people, I, I didn't realize I was going to use this segue to go to the story, but hey, it actually works. So yeah. Sonia in her 50s, late 50s, uh, getting her done and still being sexual. Uh, similarly, this popped yesterday. Do you guys in a big chunk of our audience remember, do you guys remember Christopher Atkins from the Blue Lagoon in 1980 with Brooke Shields? Mm -hmm, The curly blonde hair, the blue eyes. He was, uh, and for the youngins out there, for the TikTok generation, uh, he was basically Leonardo DiCaprio in the late 90s. Where he was like the young heartthrob. He was everywhere. Yeah. Um, because, and he was unknown before he did the Blue Lagoon. Because in the Blue Lagoon, he was one of the first people to basically do um, full nudity as a dude. And he was a young man back then. Brooke Shields was even younger. Right. Which, well. Oh, that's right. For, well, at 60, and then he was also on Dallas. And because, again, everything comes back oh, to Dallas. He was. Oh, yeah. For a full season, he played wow. Sue Ellen's young lover. There was a May December romance. He played he played John Ross's swim coach, uh, Peter Richards. <laughs> Peter Dick. Um, thank you. Uh, the Dallas writers had a sense of humor, and I'm not joking. Um, yeah, his name was Peter Richards, which was a big onset joke. But anyway, um, double the fun. Yeah. So. We got to take a break when we come back. So we were talking about the Blue Lagoon and um, and uh, the young crew on the Jason show had obviously never heard of the movie because it's not talked about a lot in pop culture. But it's about two young people stranded on an island. They start out as kids and they become teenagers. And it's it was really naughty and very racy for the time. Executive producer Jeff pulled up the trailer. Oh, Oh. my God goodness can we play it, some of it oh no lex no we're gonna play the whole thing <laughs> like we so, okay it yes. is awesome in how like we were dying laughing when we come back the blue lagoon trailer warning here comes a cliche ladies your smile is your calling card to the world yeah even though people can't see our smiles on the radio well they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes lex um don i don't know if i would categorize that post joke look as smiling rude all jokes aside your smile is so important and if you don't like yours for whatever reason it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. 
the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consult at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Kenny's off today. So, I brought up former heartthrob Christopher Atkins. And before we play the Blue Lagoon trailer from 1980, the reason that Christopher Atkins is in the news is because this week... He, they were, he was being interviewed about, you know, being a former heartthrob and now 60. And what does that mean? And, and he was talking about how he's now single. And, and even at 60, and I don't even like saying even at 60, 60 so young now. At mm-hmm. 60, he still has a, a, a killer sex drive. So much so that he's like, when I find, you know, the, the, the ideal woman will want to bump uglies twice a day. Wow, very sexual, he says. Highly he would, sexual. Yeah. He wow. would bump uglies twice a day. Right. Twice a day. Is there a certain time? <laughs> no, there's not a certain time, Dawn. Like Whenever when he it's... wakes up and then like 11.45 or... Maybe, okay. maybe. After after Price is Right, <laughs> okay. just get her, get her done. <laughs> well, and, I hope and, she'll yeah. just be available for him. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so this this trailer. Oh my goodness! So if you guys, you the youngins here, the Blue Lagoon was based on a novel, and it's uh these teens that are shipwrecked on an island in the South Pacific, and they grow up on this island. Um, and so there's the basic gist of it. Um, Brooke Shields and young Christopher Atkins. Wait until you hear this trailer. It is spectacular. (laughs) Here we go. A wooden ship. A fire at sea. Up you go! And two young children are cast adrift. Fortune washes them ashore on a fertile isle. By the way, Fertile Isle is also was Dawn's name when she was a dancer in the 90s. Yes, Fertile Isle. But fate deserts them, and they are left utterly alone. The years passed, but no ship ever did. Yet the boy and the girl grew strong and tall and beautiful. Raising themselves on instinct and the bounty of their lost parents. Oh, this is nothing. <laughs> this is real? Oh, yeah. oh you've Lex, never seen it? Lex, this trailer no, is... This, the trailer's real? Yes! This is, this is from Columbia Pictures! This and is real you, life? Oh, Lex, you, we haven't even scratched the sand. We know of the Blue Lagoon. This gets, this gets so monumentally worse. Oh, no. building their thing they're hunting now fish did they give the whole story away yeah but this was no eden Richard! M. M, where are you <laughs> there were mysteries at work here yeah disturbing and compelling the one mystery lay on the forbidden side of the island dark sinister killing The other mystery was hidden deeper still. Oh, no, 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 no. What are you doing, Richard? 
within this girl, now woman, this boy, now man, the mystery of desire. She sees that his shoulders are wide. She senses there is one secret here she doesn't know. What are you looking at? Your muscles. And something inside her stirs. I feel so funny in my stomach. Me too. My heart's beating so fast. Mine too. <laughs> They're touching each other. Okay. They're caressing each other. Okay. Yes. They're kissing each other. Okay. Play-by-play -play porn by Jason Mathis. That's right. <laughs> Columbia Pictures presents a sensuous story of natural love, starring Brooke Shields and introducing Christopher Atkins. That's Dick. <laughs> Richard. I the mean. Blue Lagoon. Yes. That was real, Lex, from Columbia Pictures. Wow. It's yeah. so pervy. It's so pervy. And oh. it's even pervier when you think about how messed up and problematic that movie was. Because, again, Brooke was 14 when yes. they shot that. Yes. And Christopher Atkins was turning 19. And... It was real bad. Like they had to, Brooke had to testify in front of Congress and they asked her about the movie, amongst other things. And uh, they had to use, obviously, the director used stunt doubles um, for all of the all of the nudity. But uh, yeah, it was it was problematic. Even it was scandalous back then yeah. um, because of how young Brooke was. And uh, the director tried to make them really fall in love on set. They tried to, oh, you know, go out, you know, da 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 da. But they ended up hating. Yeah, they ended up hating each other. <laughs> they really, they did not like each other. So, yep. Oh my God! Wow. By the way, my my dancer name now is Tropical Depression. It oh, was it is. Fertile oh, Tropical Isle, Fertile now, Isle now. now it's yes, Tropical Depression. Yeah. And it it ends like, uh, yeah, I'm not. The movie ends in a horrible note. You're kind of left wondering what happens to the mm -hmm. two of them. I mean, it's not a. I remember I was not allowed to watch this. No, no. Yeah, it came I, out I what year? Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, I mean, just like to I was in kindergarten. Yeah, we were young. We were yeah. six, Don. Mm -hmm. I wasn't born yet. No, you were just almost born. Maybe yeah, almost. why you were born. Yeah, maybe, maybe. you're <laughs> feeling those tropical maybe ocean motions. <laughs> maybe your parents went on a deserted island, Lex. Yes. Jay Nelson writes to us, hey, guys, the Blue Lagoon was released when I was 18. We were late getting to a packed theater, so I had to sit in the front row. Oh. Need needless to say, I fell in love with Christopher Atkins after that. Yes. Oh. He's right there up close. Oh, all of his his what, what, what did the narrator his broad shoulders? <laughs> I know they go swimming naked in the in the ocean, which sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, they were basically, I mean, the whole thing is they barely are wearing anything. They strategically placed Brooke's long hair to cover her. I mean, it's like. Yeah, it is pervy, pervy. It's so pervy. You think about like the men on set and just. Yes. The, 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 you know, the just hashtag me too. That's all yeah. I want to say. Thanks to Phil Jones yeah. for the Blue Lagoon research. But, yes, it's just, ugh, 
problematic, pervy, pick a word. It's what the movie is. It clearly would never be made now. Oh, my goodness, it would never be made now. Thank goodness. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and then I'm just looking at this. Brooke Shields won the inaugural Golden Raspberry Award for the worst actress for her work in this film. Uh huh. So on top of all of that, she's she 14. Endures, yeah, and, then and she's picked that. on. Yep. 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 Ew. She was just yeah. a model before then. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Well, speaking of trends from the uh, 80s, Dawn, uh, I just thought this was a great transition. I saw this. There's a fashion trend from the 80s that's coming back for guys. Oh, Chris- yeah. Uh, Christopher Atkins wore these in Dallas. Yeah. Um, short shorts. Is this <laughs> oh, true? Yeah, short shorts are coming back for guys. Oh, uh, big oh, name celebrities oh, like Milo Ventimiglia <gasps> yeah. and The Rock. They are the catalysts. They've gotten people to talk about short shorts. A lot of photos of them wearing these high-cut active wear Shorts. Um, oh, talk uh, about problematic. Milo was photographed wearing <laughs> black shorts while he was walking through a park in West Hollywood. Uh, the Rock shared a photo of himself wearing ba- barely any shorts at all while he was at the gym. No. Um, now, the reason why you should wear these is that... Um, is, please tell me. Is yeah, it, there, there is no reason why I should ever wear short shorts, but please, Don, tell me. Um, because, <laughs> because of the way it highlights your physique. It really does. Short shorts, they have a great way of the fabric will stretch across your thighs and they will make them look better, make your legs look better. And it really does bring attention to your glutes. Okay. Don, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I mean, what do you want me to say? Easy um, access? Um, no, just highlighting. Yeah, never... it's highlighting. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to uh-huh. be careful. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You got to uh-huh. wear the right kind of underwear. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. You don't want Mrs. Dotfire popping out. <laughs> but are you going to do this? I mean, if everyone... I, I read a story that uh, skinny jeans are going away, and I'm Thank like, goodness. not for me. Not for me. Oh, I want yeah. some high-rise skinny jeans. And if people are starting to wear those stupid like bell bottoms or big old baggy things again, I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, yeah you I, do you. Yes. I'm, I'm just going to yeah, look old. This you. is what it means to be old. When you go, I'm not wearing that new trend. Yeah, because this is what works for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no. Gosh, yeah. Moo Moo Life and Granny Panties. <laughs> yeah. Come on now, guys. Yes. You just I, stay in your lane. That's all you do. You just, whatever happens. You might want to add a little jelly shoe once in a while when that comes back. But then, oh, yeah. bye. You know those? what? Oh, I loved those. Yeah. My lane Ankle length shorts. That's what my leg is. I was going to ask, what kind no, of shorts are you going to be wearing? I shan't be wearing short shorts. Oh. Chase, you do wear a nice short that's to your knee, but it's fitted. I do. It's, it's not, fitted. They're not, it's not bad. No, no. I wear a fitted, which it took me a while to even do that. I have, yeah. you know, puffy kid disease. I, I like baggy clothes, and I've recently started to wear more fitted clothes. Uh, but, yeah, I, I will not be partaking in the, uh, the See, short like, shorts, no. My favorite part of a man's body is their legs. Yeah, I do like calves. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a weird stuff. thing. Yeah, I want no, shorts to come back. 
Colin has nice calves. We always, uh, I, that's a little joke yeah. between us. Yes, he does. He has nice. Give him some he, short shorts. Yeah. Oh, he already wears them. Believe me. Oh, he does. Uh, yes. Oh, Colin's, um, so Colin's, Colin's swim trunks have been short shorts for four or five years. Okay. So Colin, yes. I'm, I'm here to say my husband was uh, uh, the, before the trend, I will Pixar say. Pixar doesn't exist. He's a trendsetter. Um, um, he's been wearing pink Pink, be pink, uh, like they have palm trees and their swim trunk short shorts since 2018. So oh, he's been that's fabulous. Hot. Yes, yeah. 728. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, it is Would You Rather next. Just me with the truth. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex. And Don Kenny, as you heard Alexis say, is off. A cryptic Game of Thrones tweet. Alexis has that story. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. What does it mean? Yeah. Plus, Don McClain on actors who regret certain movies they've done. I can't wait for that. That's coming up. Uh, and then at the top of the eight, we're going to go down the rabbit hole. This is a uh, I think you guys will enjoy this we one. Going today, uh, we're going to the early 80s, and it is uh, the big controversy when Cindy Williams left Laverne and Shirley. Oh, what? yes. Uh, and, how, and how she kind of paved the way for pregnant actresses mm. on uh, in movie in on studio lots all across. She was again, Suzanne Summers, Cindy Williams ahead mm-hmm. of their time. Yeah. But uh, it caused a big rift between her and Penny Marshall, and uh, and the show went on without her, strangely. So you'll hear how Penny Marshall felt about that. You'll hear the weird theme song that they did when it was Laverne and Shirley, but just Laverne. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was very odd how they did that last season. So that's coming up at the, the, the top of the eight. Up. I'm so excited about no, that new theme song. That new. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Shamil Shlamazel wasn't said by Laverne. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but right now, we'll do this. It's time to make a choice. Would you rather? Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? My music's not coming up, so it'll be just a second on that one, of course. I'll tell you that I will be answering as Kenny would answer today. Oh, are you? And I'm going to sit back like he does. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, because Kenny is off, so Dawn will be playing the role of Kenny on this. I, I, that, that shall be interesting (laughs) considering how Kenny answers sometimes. Um, yeah, I can't find my music. Uh, Dawn, do you have it? Yeah, I sure do. do. Let a- me pick. Let me find it real quick. It's at the top of my YouTube list. Yeah, yeah. I, mine uh, for some reason mine is not working. There we go. Here we go. Would you rather number one <laughs> have to have sex with someone? With a foot fetish, or have sex with someone with a diaper fetish. Oh, foot! I have enough diapers in my life right now. It's terrible. Can't wait till he's potty trained. Yeah. Well, 
pretty soon the roommate's going to be changing my diapers, so I'll do diapers. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Kenny. That was good. Jace? <clears throat> um, uh, foot. Even though it is the, fe- I say this all, I it's the fetish I do not understand. I just don't. Um, but yeah, fetish. I don't know if the the diaper thing I would have a big problem with. Yeah, yeah, especially the expectations of the diaper wearer. You know, it's not like you're just wearing them for, like, as, you know, underwear, clean and free, you know? Well, just think of it this way. If you're really lazy like me, you don't have to do much. <laughs> yeah. There That's right, that. Kenny. They'll, that is They'll Kenny. change you and wipe you. and. That's right. Mm-hmm. Good answer, Kenny. <laughs> Next, or I'm sorry, would you rather be tied to a bed and forgotten? Oh, no. Or marked with a giant hickey that your boss will see. Oh, hickey life. I don't want to be tied down to something. Left for dead. Listen, this rash is really getting me down, so I don't want to be tied to anything. And I pretty much avoid all my bosses at all costs. I block them. You're doing such a good so job won't playing Kenny anyway. today. Oh, they're not going to see me anyway. They're not going to see you. No. Um, I will do giant hickey. I don't want. I, I don't want to be tied to a bed. Yeah. No, sounds terrible. No. Would you rather? And Don, I'm going to need you to play Don in this one, please. Okay. Would you rather give up cheese Ooh. or give up sex? Oh, boy. <laughs> this is uh, this is tough. I'm going to give up cheese. Lex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye, cheese. Bye. Cheese. Oh, um, bye, cheese. <laughs> yeah. I do love, not as much as Dawn, but I do love yeah. cheese. Yeah. Kenny would say give up sex. <laughs> oh, he, he wants, w- yeah. Yeah, he wants cheese. Yeah. Would you rather work for Victoria's Secret and your job is to oil the models every day? <laughs> or work for Penthouse as their photographer? Yeah. Kenny, what would you do? Well, I'd probably work for Penthouse because I'm pretty certain I'd have more of a chance with the ladies from Penthouse. <laughs> you know, everybody has different tastes. But Victoria's Secret models, they they barely want to they yeah. barely want to eat, much less be associated with me. So <laughs> I'll do Penthouse. <laughs> Yeah, I want to be a photographer for me sure. Me too. Oh yeah, yep. I'm not. I don't want to oil someone down. That's disgusting. Would you rather have an intense makeout session with a teddy bear or an intense makeout session with a poster? Oh, teddy bear. At least you get the 3D experience. Yeah, I'm going with teddy bear. 
You know, I'm going poster because uh, I've already done that. You know, back in the 80s, I had a Cheryl Teague's poster and... um, Oh, what's that other gal? Farrah. Fair Fair Fawcett. Yeah, yeah. I've had many make-out sessions and more with them. You know what you're doing with the poster, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm... I'm doing, uh, like I said, teddy bear. I'm, no. Yeah, I'm going to do teddy bear. I'm going to do teddy bear. Yeah. At least it keeps you warm. True. And again, it's three-dimensional, like Lex said. I don't want to be licking paper. Ugh. Yeah. Perfect way to end it. I hope you're happy with your choice. (laughs) This has been Would You Rather. Kenny masterfully. Yes. That's not even a word. Masterfully. Yes. When we, when we come back, a cryptic tweet from the Game of Thrones fans, plus a, a account, rather, plus mm-hmm. actors who uh, regret roles. That and more when we return. Life was a willow and it bent right to your wind. Welcome back, everybody. Willow. Taylor Swift. Here we are. Life is a willow. Mm-hmm. Fly away. Let's go back to sleep. Hobbit land. That's right. Jason and Alexis <laughs> in the morning, right here on my talk one oh seven one. Um, Kenny's off today. Yes. I was going to say something else, but I was going to quote Alaska from RuPaul's Drag Race, and that would have gotten me into a lot of trouble. Oh, anyway, yeah. um, uh, welcome back. <laughs> um, any, what are you going to say? Yeah, I wonder. Um, anyway, um, Game of Thrones. What, what, what are the folks doing <gasps> oh, over there, Lex? Okay, yesterday, the official Game of Thrones Twitter account sent out a tweet that was very cryptic, and it got all of us fans going, what the heck is that about? Three words, winter is coming. Okay. What does that mean? Now, uh, lots of speculation. Now, could it simply mean that they're celebrating the 10th anniversary of the pilot oh. episode, which, can you believe this, aired 10 years ago on April 17th? No. 2011. Winter. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So it could just be that they were just simply celebrating. But most people are going, no, 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 no. They're convinced that it has to do with the Game of Thrones prequel, which is called Mm -hmm. House of the Dragon. Now, this comes two years after the finale. But we do know that the network, they've greenlit a prequel to the the series set 300 years before about the rise and fall of House Targaryen. Mm-hmm. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. And then there's a whole nother thing. I spent way too much time no, <laughs> on Twitter this. last night looking to see what could this mean because, you know, I, I love the series. And that last season was pretty sad. Yeah. And so some folks are saying, well, maybe this is their trigger to tell everyone that they're going to do a season finale that's different. That one's a little far-reaching. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. Even though that's what we want. Yeah, because they're they're moving forward with this new project. The other theory is that George R.R. Martin has finally finished, or in the final stages of the final book, because he also, he writes this blog, and actually... I went to read his latest entry, and he does talk a little bit about why it's taken him so long to write this book. And he says, 
and this is so relatable right now with the pandemic mm-hmm. that there has been a lot of great things like the the greenlining this project about the sequel. So he's like, this is great. You know, I've got a great deal with HBO to continue my story, but he's lost a lot of friends to COVID. And mm. he's having a really hard time just focusing because he goes to this cabin. He doesn't tell anybody where it is. And he, that's where he does most of his writing. And he says that he's about to leave the cabin. So maybe that means that he's at a point where he can share the book. In 2020, he said he sat down and, re- and wrote hundreds of pages for the book. But this year, it's just been really hard to get back to it. So... I kind of felt for him in that moment because I know we're yeah. all waiting, but at the same time, it's a hard time. Yeah. You never know how. And he also says, look, I'm old, so my friends are dying anyway. <laughs> he says it in kind of, you know, very funny George R. Martin way, but also to COVID as well. I love that he said that he slept the cabin. It's kind of like when the smoke uh, over the Vatican, when there's a new uh, pope, <laughs> right. it's like a, he's left the cabin, everybody. He's yeah. left the, Send yes. out the tweets. <laughs> That's right. Winter is coming. Let, me, coming. let me be honest. 2020 was one year and it's been eight years since Hi, he wrote the you, last Dawn. book. So sure. the yes. cabin has been closed up for a long time. So yeah. what yeah. happened before? Yeah. 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 Well, Valid question. Um, here, I think it's one of two things. This is and and this is coming from a non. I I I'm not a Game of Thrones person. I tried to watch, and it lost me. Yeah. I, it's it's a lot of Graham. characters. I read the books before, so yeah. Um, I think it's either the announcement of the book, as you said, Lex, or the miniseries. I yeah. don't. It's not a redo of the final season. They're not, or whatever that nonsense is. They're not going to do that. Yeah, so it's what so it's. It's one of those two things because what what's happening right now and the marketing team's brilliant. What's happening right now? Yahoo's like us are talking about it. Yes, with a with Send a cryptic, cryptic. Mm-hmm. yeah, that vague vague booking, which I know nothing about. But vague booking, it's it's <laughs> oh, huge. You don't. I know nothing about. I vague hate booking. people. <laughs> yes, I hate people. That's my favorite. I, that's actually pretty blunt, though. But yes, yes, yeah. But specifically, <laughs> well, why I hate people? Of, yeah. yeah, no, I love when you, I mean. I love when I, I know make you book. get a lot of stuff back, yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> but no, I don't think this is vague booking. I think there is a reason for the yeah, season, something, mm-hmm. not just to celebrate the ten year anniversary. No, 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 no. They would just put up a graphic, gra- graphic, a graphic, a graphic. A graphic. <laughs> yep. It's a new word, but they would just say, "Hey, happy anniversary." No, it's it's something, something. Um, Dawn, this list, I'm intrigued. What sure. actors What actors are, are, are admitting the uh, movies that they wish they wouldn't have done? All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll just cherry pick some of them yeah. here. Andrew Lincoln was concerned about his character Mark in Love Actually being a stalker. He told the director, mm. do you mm. not think we're sort of borderline stalker territory here? And the director replied, no, no, not with you playing it, darling. You'll be all right. Uh, they darling. both have... They both have uh, good points, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Christopher Plummer, uh, in The Sound of Music, he played Captain Von Trapp. Um, he thought the role was boring, and he actually called the film The Sound of Mucus instead of The Sound of Music. <laughs> I've heard that, that he wasn't a fan, yeah. I love that. Jamie Dornan, he felt uncomfortable playing Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey. He says, I, uh, I felt like it was very far away from me, and sometimes I struggled with it. Mm. 
Robert, well, we're, we're glad he did that role, though, but go ahead, yes. <laughs> Robert Pattinson said he would mindlessly hate Twilight if he hadn't actually starred in the franchise as Edward. He said, the more mm-hmm. I read the script, the more I hated this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we were also with you, Robert, yes. on that one. Yes. Uh, Channing Team Tatum. Jacob. Yeah, Team Jacob. Channing Tatum said that Paramount pushed him into playing uh, Duke and G.I. Joe, The Rise of the Cobra, because of a three-picture deal. Um, he said if he wasn't given it, he wasn't given an option to pass on the film. Howard Stern talked to him about it, and he said the studio told him, you're going to do this or we're going to sue you. That's oh. always fun to go into oh. a role with that in mind. Wow. So mm-hmm. it was almost a forced role? It is. It was completely it a forced role. It was like <sighs> old Hollywood where you had a three-picture yes. deal. Yes. Yes. Wow. Oh, that's um, awful. I don't like that. Michelle Pfeiffer, she took on the role of Stephanie in Grease 2 because she was young and didn't know any better. She once revealed that she couldn't believe how bad it was and said that she hated the film with a vengeance. You know, Grease 2 has developed a... um, uh, It's developing its own kind of uh, cult fan base. People... Either you hate it, or there is there's a section of people that really like that movie. Yeah. I am I am the former. I do not like it, but okay. yeah, there's a few good moments. And Maxwell Caulfield is yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, Harrison Ford spent years asking for Han Solo to be killed off in Star Wars. Yep, yep. <laughs> I think we all kind of know that one. Um, and then we have Zac Efron. He regretted playing Troy in High School Musical. He said, really? I, I was like 17, and I said, guys, you know, this is not at all what I want to do. And they were like, really? He didn't want to be a Disney star. He did oh. not want to do that movie. Oh. Um, well, come on, we all have to start somewhere. Would we know true. who he is? I know. If we didn't know if yeah. High School Musical wasn't uh, around? Zach, also, I would have been... Money. I would have been more concerned about Dear John, Mr. Uh, oh, Mr. that's Efron. terrible. Yeah. Thanks yes. for assigning that to yeah. me as well, Jason. Yeah, you're welcome. That was, yeah. so you can blame Alexis on that one. <laughs> hey, do you have more of these? Are I there do. a few more? Yep. Okay, save them for the 8 o'clock hour sure. uh, for 8.30 because I, I love these. Uh, speaking of the 8 o'clock hour, when we come back, we're going down the rabbit hole. And today we're going to the 80s. The big controversy surrounding Shirley leaving Laverne and Shirley and how actress Cindy Williams blazed a trail for expecting mothers on Hollywood lots when we come back.